0: Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, my name is Ray Heron, great to have you along and this episode is pretty much all devoted to the brand new and stunning looking Harley Davidson Sportster S. Later on in the show we're going to try a few things with this bike, we're going to take it to Moto Gymkhana, we're going to uh, talk you through all the specs but let's pick up the story on my morning commute. All right, what can I
1: tell you about the Harley-Davidson Sportster S? I think if you're going to be riding a Harley, you've got to be doing it in style. Hence why I'm wearing the Magna Casual casual riding gear. I've got the Style Martin Kansas sneakers on, and the Harley is a pretty picture as well. got these cool little bar-end mirrors. They're uh, official Harley. The bike itself, it's a uh, foot-forward design, all electric. Let's fire it up. We've got a full color display. We've got riding modes. We've got uh, sport, rider mode A, which is customizable, rain and street, traction control, ABS. Everything's customizable as well. You can connect it to your app and control your music and your navigation. But I think we'll just ride it, eh? We've got cruise control, we've got heated grips. I don't know how to get the heated grips to work. They don't seem to work on this particular bike. Foot forward fitting position. 1250cc engine. Now they've tweaked it slightly from the Pan America. Uh, I think they've brought the torque down a little in the rev range. It's got that massive fat tyre on the front, which uh, takes a little getting used to. Um, comfortable wise. Comfortable wise. Eh, English is going to slide. It's a Wednesday morning and I'm commuting to work. Comfortability. Comfortable ergonomics. There's no pillion seat. There's not a hell of a lot of rear end suspension travel, so you're going to feel all the bumps. But she roofs out really nicely. Cruise control on. Okay. Now, what can I tell you about this bike? She's very stable. Clench with the knees. I don't have to hold the bars. It's a, a much more stable bar setup than the Pan America. The Pan America had a little bit of wobble in the bars, I, I, I can't t- talk about the, uh, the science behind that but I'll just tell you what I feel. These bar end mirrors look cool, they're a little bit small but I can see what's going on if I adjust them correctly. We've got a foot forward position here for the pegs, I would love the pegs to be a bit more below me, a little bit uh, further back but it is what it is, it's a sportster right? And Harley have gone for this massive, aggressive look with the big, fat front tire. As far as uh, wind protection goes, there's none, which, I mean, we're coming into winter now. It's autumn. It's it's a bit chilly, so dress accordingly. But um, it does mean that there's no buffeting. You've got an even flow of air all over your body, all over your head. So, yeah, you can hear the wind, but it's not uh, it's not horrible. It's just an even whoosh. For this sort of riding, I think this is where the bike excels. This uh, smooth highway cruiser. But also, that 1250 revolution max engine can be savage. I talked about the riding modes. I've set up the custom riding mode to be a uh, no traction control. As little traction control, as little ABS as possible. Uh, You can set the different amounts of engine braking. You can set different amounts of Throttle savageness and i've put it all right on the savage end i've bumped it all up as high as it'll go the bike itself has a a bluetooth enabled so if you download the harley davidson app you can control your music and everything via the switch gear on my uh, left hand side this is all the same switch gear and buttons and controls as the pan america so i was kind of used to it from the get go let's talk about the switches on my right hand side we've got a mode button right here This is the uh, ignition, so we've got a keyless ignition system, I've got the key fob in my pocket, flick that, push the button, it starts up. Then over here we've got controls for our GPS and music, trashing control button down here, voice commands here. On my left we've got heated grips, a button to cycle through our information, we've got range showing at the moment, that's our trip A, trip B, odometer, outside temperature 17 degrees, I'd dispute that at the present point in time back to range cruise controls here up on top we've got a headlight flasher button and the rest of this is for controlling the uh the tft display indicators are down here horns down here on my left thumb what else can i tell you about the bike it's a little bit bumpy which is why i think it's a uh, it, it excels at highways and at top speed not top speed but you know what i mean let's compare it to this bike coming up on my right hand side there you go Suzuki Boulevard, and you can definitely hear that. You can hear that a lot more than you can hear this. This has got the stock exhaust. I'm a little bit nervous about lane splitting in this because of the bar end mirrors. They, they stick out a little bit more than I'm used to. What else have I got to say about this bike? Have I got any gripes? Um, the first time I rode it, I kept going from first into neutral. I had to make a conscious decision to pull the gear lever a bit further to get second. That's an adjustment thing, it's nothing against the bike. Although, I haven't been able to adjust it because I don't want to pull the whole bike apart, and it does require removal of the belly pan, the fairing, underneath the engine. That's irritating. But once you set it, you wouldn't need to reset it, you know? I'd like to move the uh, gear lever just forward a little bit. If you've ever ridden a Harley before, you'll know that stereotypical clunk as it goes into first gear. I don't have that on this bike. There's no, there's no obvious clunk as it goes into gear. It's a very smooth gearbox, actually. And because the Revolution Max can handle some revs, it, uh, it feels really good. Redline at, what, 9,000 revs. Does not sound as throaty as that uh, boulevard, though. Tyres aren't as wide, either. Keeps up to the legal speed limit, at least, anyway. Uh, earlier in the year, I rode the Sport Glide, the Harley-Davidson Sport Glide, which um, Harley-Davidson purists will probably shoot me for saying this. I find this bike very similar to that, although slightly less practical. Of course, the Sport Glide has the factory panniers. This doesn't have any luggage at all. If you can't get it in your pockets or in a backpack, you can't really take it with you. I'm getting used to the seating position. I'm not I'm not used to it like I don't ride a Ford Cruiser every day. But I love this as a cruiser because it's still got that sport bike kind of power. It still feels like a modern motorcycle because the Revolution Max engine is just so good. So versatile. From my seated position right now I can see the front tire. I'm always reminded that it's a massive, really, really fat front tire. Which um, makes handling interesting. You kind of have to force it into a corner. You have to tell this bike where to go. It's got quite a bit of lock, and the pegs are quite high, so you can get a good bit of lean angle on it. But you do feel every single bump. You want to be avoiding those manhole covers because I've got the. So I've taken all the uh, preload out of the rear suspension. It's got adjustable suspension. It's got a a, a remote preload adjuster underneath my left left buttock. Um, and I'm told that putting a bit more preload, oh, there's the manhole covers, into it, would make it handle better. I, I will, I will tinker with that. Oh, that one realigned my spine. You can see that there's not a whole lot of, uh, rear suspension travel. And seeing a few other reviews on YouTube, it's, um, it's kind of the one gripe that most motorcycle journalists seem to have with this bike. But! It is what this bike is, right? Harley just wanted to make something seriously cool to, to grab the attention of the people. And I think they've done that. Uh, talking to a few of my colleagues, they say, oh, Black's a terrible motorcycle. One to keep clean, but two to photograph. And I have seen Matthew Day Gillett over at uh, On Throttle. He was lucky enough to get a white version of this bike. And it looked fantastic in his photos. And I, I like it. I think it looks great. Most Harley's I think look great. Most, not all. But it's it's cool to have a uh, a cruiser. You know, this is a classic Harley. It's, the, it's not a classic, but it's it, it's sticking true to the classic Harley vibe and marbo. You know, it's cool to have a classic Harley with a with a new engine, with a modern 1250 cc electronically fuel injected rider modes called engine that can rev. 9,000 revs is pretty good. Fuel economy isn't too bad. It is a 1250cc engine after all. It's got a thimble for a fuel tank. I filled it up, it cost me 20 bucks in current day fuel prices. I think it took 10 liters from memory. I'll chuck that up on the screen for you if I remember. But it didn't didn't cost me much. It didn't take much gas and it was stone cold empty. I reckon I was gonna get about 200 k's to the 20 bucks and I think maybe you'd stretch that out to 220-ish, but you're not gonna be driving, you're not gonna be riding past many fuel stations, that's for sure. Seat height is very approachable. I can sit on the bike with a a bent knee. I'm what, 174 odd centimeters. In seam, I think we worked out was about 760 millimeters. Self-cancelling indicators. Which I they make a lot more sense on this bike than they did on the Pan America. They seem to work properly on this bike. I still like to be able to cancel my own indicator because changing lanes, you never quite know if the indicator is still on or not. I don't know if it's registered that it's cha- I've changed lanes, uh, roundabouts, that sort of thing. We have to indicate left and right. But it's got all the electronics. It's cool. And for my morning commute, it's reasonably comfortable. It's got the power to nip through a gap if you want it. Let's talk about those rider modes. If you haven't ridden a bike with rider modes before, this comes with street, sport, and rain. Rain is gonna bump up that traction control and really retard the throttle. Um, so it's it's not gonna be a snappy throttle at all. You're gonna main it's gonna help you maintain traction in the wet. I'm in street at the moment, which is reasonably forgiving, but it still has the power to, to make a maneuver or you know, take a take a spot. Sport, that's um that's, it's quite a snappy throttle response it's quite a twitchy throttle response it's not very nice for highway commuting but it's um, it's all out at attack mode and then you've got your custom mode so if, uh, it, it basically when you when you set up a custom mode it asks you what, um, what mode you want to base it off what mode you want to copy the settings from and then you can tweak from there so you can uh, remove some there's our mate on the boulevard again you can uh, add or remove uh, engine braking, you can add or remove throttle snappiness, you can uh, change the traction control and ABS modes. Of course this bike doesn't have an off-road mode like the Pan America does, it's not made for off-road. I think that goes without saying. Well, you guys will know I ride a, a Tenere 700 daily, except when I have a, a mates bike on loan or you know a pre bike. This is a cool bike and of any of the Harley lineup currently Probably the one I would lean towards, this or the Pan America, and I think it's all based on that engine, the Revolution Max 1250cc engine. This is the Rev Max 1250T. I mentioned they fiddled with it slightly to give it a, a different power, like the power is in a different place on the rev range. Um, an adventure bike, you when you're getting off road, you, you spend a lot more time in the higher end revs. They've brought the power down in the rev range. On this bike more usable torque and it definitely it, it works there's there's torque from from bugger all revs and on deceleration there's a wee bop 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 which is quite nice I think you put a screaming angle exhaust or any other aftermarket exhaust on this bike and yeah it would sound great you can still lane split as I'm doing just got to be mindful of what you're riding and it's neutral again so first to second seems to be a longer row of the gear lever than second to third, third to fourth, fourth fifth, fifth sixth. You got six speeds? Did I mention that? Six gears? I haven't used sixth yet. I don't, I don't think there's a need for it but I guess if you were uh, on a big road trip it would make sense. There's neutral again. So yeah, if this was my bike, I would spend the time to remove that belly pan so I could actually get in and adjust the shifter location. But this is a cool bike. This works. It makes sense. You can also change the brightness of the uh, way around TFT LCD display there too. You can put it on auto brightness or you can select a brightness. I've got the brightness right up at the moment. I thought I wanted that. Um, riding it the other night, I found it was a little bit too bright. Uh, living with this bike would be difficult for me without any luggage. I like some luggage. I like to be able to chuck stuff on the bike as opposed to wearing a backpack and loading up my pockets with keys and wallet and crap but that may not be how you like to ride your bike. So if you're like me, then maybe this bike isn't the bike for you. Uh, to get it around this corner here with that big fat front tire, I'm, I'm having to employ a lot of counter-steer. It's not a bad thing, but it's just, it's the way that front tire is. And there we are, that's
0: my morning commute. So, the old morning commute can be a little bit boring. Let's do something a little more exciting. Let's wander on up the hill to Tower and catch up with the Moto Gymkhana team. It's a brisk old night here in Wellington. We're in Tawa. It's Thursday night. Uh, Tomorrow's public holiday because it's Easter. Uh, that'll give you an indication of how far ahead we're recording this. And I have come to visit the team from Jim Carner. James, we've talked to you before. Good to see you again. Good evening. Oh, firstly, how do you put up with the cold?
2: I uh, you just keep riding. <laughs> by the time you by the time you've ridden up and down the car park a few
0: times, run a few cones um, as fast as you can, it's uh, yeah, you get pretty warm. Motor Gymkhana. Now you guys have gone a bit serious with it. Last time we caught up with you, you we were kind of just you know in the car park practicing your skills and and and, and co- uh, competing against each other. What are we up to
2: nowadays? Oh well, we're racing online. So uh, there's a five month um, series of races that come out of. Um, the states and so each month we get a different uh, uh, course to uh, practice and uh, race on so we do the course we race it uh, and as we're doing it we record it uh, video record it and um uh, take the times, and we submit those off to uh, the states, and uh, basically we're entering a world uh, world series. Very nice. Okay, so world series. How many? How many people w- we're in the world? Are they? What's the story? i um, everywhere in the world: uh, Japan, uh, Europe, um, so uh, everywhere in Europe, basically, um, the states,
0: and uh, New Zealand. So I guess that means that you're you're running the same course you need to like measure out the cones and that sort of jazz Absolutely yeah yeah so we we've, we've got the same
2: uh, we keep the same combination of co- or the same um, layout of cones uh, for the 5 months but we just get a different route around them uh, every month okay and where are we in the month are we right at the start or we're in the middle of the month so we do the first two weeks of the month just learning the course and uh, maybe do a bit of mucking around on the side and then the uh, the next the last two weeks uh, because it's uh, pretty bad weather here we need to um, start recording and so we'll record the times
0: next week and um, and the week after yeah. Brilliant, uh, we're still in the uh, Outlet City car park, which is great, we're right down the back, we've got some big floodlights on, uh, between Outlet City, the mall itself, and the train tracks, which is quite noisy, do uh, you get any complaints about noise? Um, we have had them in the past, but um, generally
2: no, we, we try to finish it around 7.30 so we don't disturb the neighbours too much. Oh, so I've
0: just snuck in before you uh, before you pack up for the night?
2: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, you did miss our other exercise for tonight as well though, um, which was uh, the uh, challenge step from the shiny side
0: up Now, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk to you about so we had shiny side up uh, as we were recording this uh, just on a week ago uh, and usually you know we do shiny side up bike fest and you guys got all the locations and you set up your your motor gym and you have a wee competition but obviously COVID's kicked in and we were doing things online so you've decided to uh, to incorporate the shiny side up challenges into your your standard Thursday night yeah well, we, we um, just took all the challenges
2: um, string them all together and um, we, uh, we had a quick ride around it so we didn't time it or anything it was just for a bit of fun um but yeah it was quite a good challenge um
0: maybe one or two bikes got uh, a little bit dropped but um yeah we had fun That's how you know that you need to do a bit more practice though right if you're dropping your bike on on reasonably simple stuff then you need to do that more of that slow slow maneuverable kind of control stuff
2: yeah, we might have been going a little bit quicker, uh, some of them, <laughs> but uh, no, we certainly certainly good fun. So we took it easy first off, and then uh, just
0: wound it up a bit from there to Jim uh, Carter pace. So uh, at Shiny Side Up, there were a few challenges laid down. We're talking uh, probably outside of the realms of Motor Jim Carner, but we're talking you know you're um, pulling up to a, a stop and then a, a right angle turn left and right we that got, sort of stuff.
2: The, we got them all in there. So we started off with a, um, a full lock right hand turn. Um, straight into a um, left-hand u-turn then into a right-hand u-turn and we did three um, figure of eights and then down into an offset slalom um, way down the bottom of the car park back again to a quick stop with a and then start off again with a right hand um,
0: no left hand uh, start and then into the finish box if people are interested in what you do um, and and they want to come join, but they're a bit maybe intimidated by the, the skill that you guys are ex- uh, exhibiting here, uh, what's the easiest way to to get involved or upskill themselves in this sort of riding? Um, well,
2: if you're in Wellington, you um, certainly come down on a Thursday night. Um, we, we can teach Moto Gymkhana. Um, so we're not teaching road skills. We're teaching Moto Gymkhana skills, which are essentially bike handling skills. So very similar to what you'd have seen on the show side up with uh, I think it was Ross from uh, the uh, Two Ball Bikers, um, and we've got bikes that you can uh, hire. So it's we, so we only charge twenty bucks a night uh, if you want to hire a bike offers us. Um, they're only a little two fifties, and they are armored, so you can drop them as much as you want. And uh, we we do take care of the uh, of, of all riders. Nice. So we're talking
0: beginners right through to experienced riders
2: um yeah we prefer if you've already done a like a bronze um if you've got or you need your license um and if you've done a bronze um uh ride forever course then um anywhere from there
0: really yeah okay so this course you've got laid out here might get a little bit uh, technical uh as far as explaining it to our people without visual aids but uh talk me through it Right. Well, the the course starts off with a
2: uh, start finish box, um, and that's where we we do the timing. um, Because when we're racing, it's it is timing and the speed uh, that you do the course in uh, you can see your own improvement there Um, from there you go you've got a number of cones Um, some of them will be red cones some of them will be blue cones Um, and uh, the red cones you turn right around the blue cones you turn left around Um, there is a course map usually so you can look you can look at the course map you can walk the course um so yeah basically you're just walking around cones i'll stick up um some videos on youtube for you so you can uh, have a look if you want how do we find you guys on youtube um it is difficult <laughs> um, I'll i'll send you the facebook
0: link. would be the easiest facebook, place facebook. how do we find you on facebook oh, yeah uh facebook is um moto jim Carner. awesome james yeah cool all right um Let's, let's see how some people go around this course. Nice one. I've actually brought the, uh, the brand new Harley-Davidson Sportster S tonight. Uh, 1250cc engine and a massive fat wheel on the front. I don't know if it's going to go around the course very well. Oh, we can give it a go.
1: Firing <laughs> up the Sportster S from Harley-Davidson.
0: We'll see how we go. Somebody's going to lead me around the course hopefully, which is nice. Motor Gymkhana on a Sportster S with a big fat front (laughs)
1: tyre. Okay, so the Sportster S is probably not the best bike for motor Gymkhana. And I think that's gone in one ear and out the other. But we'll give it another crack and we'll see how we go. (laughs) Okay, can we give that one more crack? Alright, we'll put it in custom ride mode. We'll line back up, we'll give it one more crack, and I'll try and talk you through it. From the start gate, we are through the start gate, into a sharp left, all the way out to the top corner, and cutting through the centre here, out to the opposite corner, on a right hand bend, cut through the centre, on a right hand, into a left, all the way around in a full 360. hairpin all the way around and back to basically where we started Oh man, it's really hard to maneuver this bike around the course and tell you where we're going and The fat front tire does not help, but it does quite sharp turns
0: At this point, I'd like to point out that I'm aware that Moto Gymkhana is a very visual sport and doesn't translate well into a podcast. But we did our best on the Harley Davidson Sportster S and made our way through to the finish gate where we caught up with James once again.
1: Okay, there you go. Time two. That was a bit quicker. I still think I brought the wrong bike.
2: (laughs) I think you did very, very well.
1: Considering I've done about 30 kilometres on this bike since I picked it up. The, the 1250cc engine definitely helps. I put it into full sport mode for that, and um, I still don't remember the course. I don't know That's how you right. do it. That's why we do it a couple
3: of
1: weeks. Yeah. Uh,
0: practice, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you did, you did really well. Chasing the, the DR. This is when I was blindsided by the question Do you want to have a ride on the DR 450 Never having ridden one of these before, and I didn't know the owner of the bike at all. He just said, Do you want to have a go? I said, Why not? Oh, I can if you want. Problem is I don't remember the course. So is it
1: is it is it left hand or right hand on a red or a blue? Reds on your right, blues on your left. Reds right. Okay. Oh, this is this feels a little bit more like home. So straight up around there, around through to that one. Okay. Woohoo! That way. I've lost it already. I'm trying to. Is it is it uniform the whole way around? So all the way around left back up here, left, that way around, red on the right,
0: right, yep, so in there, around. If you're confused listening to this, well, I don't blame you, because I was confused doing it, I don't know where I went, I don't know what I was doing, but I tell you what, the DR450, the DRZ450 was a much better bike than the Harley Davidson Sportster S, and that's to be expected, but the Harley Davidson Sportster S looked fantastic. All right, we've been shown how to do it. Who's this, James? Oh, uh, this is Andrew. Oh, getting the tire out a little bit, nice. He's, he's definitely done this before. He's not a, not afraid to throw it into corners. All right, let's go and have a quick chat to Andrew. Andrew on the KTM, showing us how it's done. How long have you been riding, riding this
4: sort of th- stuff? Uh, I sort of bought my first bike when I was four, I think. Four years old. So you've been doing tight, twisty stuff since you were four? Uh, not tight, twisty stuff. So this is actually the second event that I've done here for the Moto Gymkhana. Um, so I think probably my sixth or seventh week down here. Um, yeah, and just really gutted. I didn't hear about it earlier, actually. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've been riding a lot of motorbikes for a long, long time. The first time I've done anything twisted like this. Right, so you just gave us a wee demonstration there. We're, we're talking probably the 40 to
0: 40 four, four seconds, James reckons, uh, on that run. Uh, a quick dab and two cones knocked over.
4: Yeah, and I guess I didn't warm my tyres up, so there's a bit of a lost traction on a couple of corners. But um, overall, yeah, I mean, we're still pretty new to this course, only the second week, so still kind of getting the hang of it. Part of it's trying to remember where the cones are and where you're supposed to be going and then the other half is trying to remember how to ride a bike. I've done the course, what, four times
0: now on various different bikes and I still don't remember it. Yeah. Uh, you're doing well. Hey, what are you riding, KTM? Yeah, this
4: is a 450 EXC, um, 2011 model. Kind of like, I would say, the, one of the perfect bikes for the, for the job, really. A nice, light bike and um, yeah, it's got a bit of get up and go as well, I suppose. So you got it in full uh, full motard mode by the looks of things? Yeah, um, so yeah, road legal um, Yeah, I used to use it to commute into Wellington actually And um, sort of, yeah Swap it over for the knobblies and the trail rides And then check these on for the road riding in the Mudder Jimkana Outstanding Hey, well done, you did a good job out there Alright, thanks very so much Right, whose, whose bike was it that I was riding?
0: Whose bike was it, the, the DR400? Sorry mate, I didn't catch your name Chris Chris, g'day Chris uh, Firstly, thanks for lending me your bike No worries We, we kept it shiny side up I
3: don't even care if you drop it.
0: Fair. <laughs> what do you do? What's the story behind your bike? How long have you had it?
3: What do you What do you do with it? Uh, I've had that for a year now, and I come here on Thursdays and I run it around the track.
0: How long have you been doing moto Gymkhana? Six months. Six months, nice. And Did you start with the uh, the, the figure eights and that sort of thing?
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, James gave me a quick intro onto the figure of eights, and then. Uh, Starting to learn the courses.
0: Okay, so I did probably what four runs roughly. I still struggled. I think towards the end there, I was getting it. Maybe a bit more time on the course, I would have I would have got it. How long did it take you to to, to remember the course? I think
3: when I first started, I kind of struggled with with learning courses. Um, I mean, it is a different course. Some weeks, some months, it's a different course every every week. Uh, and our current Currently, we're doing a, a competition, so it's a different course each month. I think when I first started, I did struggle uh, learning the course, but as as you know, you do it, you start to you bring up mental you bring up mental like mechanisms to give you a hand. Um, but it's it's no worries.
0: There's a lot of us here to help you out. Uh, Surprised actually to see a lot of new faces since last time I was here. It's one of those things for me that I always, I've got a a three year old son. So uh, I always, you know, get out of work and I've got to go home and deal with him and and, uh, I always want to come along to these sorts of things but never quite get there. Uh, What's your story, do you commute daily or? I used to commute but
3: uh, I've now been assigned permanently working from home. So I don't ride anymore really. I'm like yourself, I've got a four year old daughter Uh, this every thursday is literally the the only time i really get on my bike and get some get some mild in but i think today i've done
0: four so when you were commuting compared to now do you think uh being on the bike more often um was better for your skills have you noticed a, a drop or not really i think there are definitely improvements in skills in some places
3: but because i really don't ride on the road enough and especially i don't think i've done a twisty road in, in months uh my skills in that area are a bit rusty but like low handle small, low speed tight turns in a controlled environment i my skills are improving every day uh, but street riding i will admit is i'm a bit rusty oh well thanks for lending me your bike that was that was good fun uh
0: moto jim Carner, uh you
3: recommend it i come here every week rain or shine
0: So 100%. Nice. Let's catch up with Matthew and uh, 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 a voice we've talked to on the podcast another number of times. What's that? Oh, right. Oh, that would have made life easier, wouldn't it? I've just been handed a printed out map of the course. So which one were we doing, or is it both? Is that half and half? So
5: what you're looking here is you're looking at the first half half and the second half of the course. Um, so to make it easy because the course overlaps itself quite quite a bit. Right, split into two right, sections. right, right, right. OK, so this is the
0: first half. Yep. So out of the gate, sharp left and down to the bottom left cone, uh, out into the centre and I'm hanging right in and down around the bottom right cone, up through the centre in a 360 around the two top middle cones, out around the top right, across to the top left, and then down around the bottom two cutting through the middle to the bottom left up to the top left around that across to the top right down to the bottom right through the center around the center top right and then down to the finish and finishing in the box that would have made life a lot easier
5: yes yeah it it does when you've (laughs) seen it a couple of
0: times brilliant hey uh so you've been doing Moto Gymkhana a long time you're like one of the originals now
5: yeah, yeah, I am, apart from James, I am the longest standing member that is still riding here with us. And Emmanuelle is still riding? Yeah, she's still riding, she's over in Australia at the moment, but she's looking to get another bike over there and keep it up and maybe start something over there. Is she over there for good? Uh, that's yet to be seen. Okay, right, fair enough.
0: Okay, so uh, did you have you done the stuff that we saw at Shiny Side Up, the challenges?
5: Uh, so I did not actually do the Shiny Side Up challenge tonight. I um didn't. no i I bought along a bike that i haven 't ridden in many a month, and I just found i couldn 't do it i just couldn 't do used, it yeah i just wasn 't used to it right of oh, course cool. so you 've been riding uh is it the Versys? Yeah, the Versys 650 is my daily ride at the moment and I brought my old CBR 500R out here and it's just a completely different bike.
0: Yeah, because you're going from a slight kind of adventure riding bike to uh, to what I'm going to call a sport bike.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also crazy in the fact that the throttle works completely differently. On on the 500, it's an on-off switch in first gear. On the 650, it's brilliant. It's just smooth all the way.
0: Mm, mm. Okay, cool. Uh, but you're getting into a bit more adventure riding. How's that been going?
5: Uh, very, fu- very fun. Um, apart from the few
0: drops, but otherwise loving it. Nice. And you've got a you got a fancy 360 camera now, haven't you? Can yeah. we see? Where, where, where can we see your footage and stuff?
5: So I usually po- post it up onto YouTube, um, and any links that I post will be on the respective page. So I do a, a lot of stuff through Conehead, so I post that up on the Heads Facebook page. Also do some stuff up for Wellington Area Road Schools so you'll find links up on the Wellington Area Road School's page as well. Nice. We'll check
0: some uh, links to all of that stuff in the uh, in the description of this episode. Hey, I've just seen a couple of red lights on your gloves. Have you got some electric gloves there?
5: Oh yes, yes, Now I've been running heated gloves for a long time now, and I would never go back. Talk us through it. What brand are they, and um, how do they work? So, these are Fives. Um, don't ask me about the model. I did find them secondhand, um, and they're just as, as well prepared as a standard winter glove, inside lining, nice and furry, nice and warm, but it's got a heating element down the back of the hand and the back of the fingers. It take it. The little wind chill that you get.
0: So have they got like a battery built into them, and and that, that kind of powers the heating element.
5: Yep. So these ones specifically have a little battery pack that you pull out and take it out to charge. Pop it in the glove when you want to go. Um, I always recommend taking or purchasing a couple just so that you can use them and then get to destination. And then flip another set in because um, they only run about an hour and a half to two hours on a when you're running them high.
0: And it, oh, so hour and a half, two hours on high. Yep. Um, and, and kind of how long do they take to charge?
5: Um, I don't actually know. I usually charge mine overnight for a full cycle.
0: You never really pay attention because you've got no. extra batteries. Exactly, that's yeah, right. the way. Nice. Well, there's definitely the uh, the thing to be wearing on a brisk night in Wellington. I think the the sports dress was telling me it was about ten degrees, but it feels a lot colder than that.
5: Oh yes, yeah, definitely chilly. Oh well, thank
0: you very much to uh, the team from Motor Jim um, here in Wellington uh, for letting me come along. If even if I was late, good to catch up and um, and try your course. Yeah, good to see you out there riding. All right, time to talk specs of the Harley-Davidson Sportster S. It's what you get when you give designers a mandate to make something cool. Free reign to create the poster bike of your dreams. A hero bike, but more about that shortly. The engine is a slight variant on the Revolution Max engine found in the Pan-America, dubbed the Revolution Max 1250T. It's still a 1252cc, four-stroke, 60-degree V-twin but the torque has been brought down in the rev range, making max power of 121 horsepower or 90 kilowatts at 7,500 RPM. Max torque, 127 newton meters at 6,000 RPM. It's equipped with double overhead cam, hydraulic self-adjusting lifters and VVT on the intake and exhaust valves. The power plant is still connected to a six-speed gearbox that now features a belt drive. Uh, The frame is a steel trellis job where the engine is a stressed member of the frame. The swing arm is an alloy tube arrangement. Wheelbase, 1,518mm. Wet weight, 228kg. Ground clearance, 93 millimeters with 34 degrees of lean angle. Those pegs are up nice and high for a foot forward cruiser. Suspension, the Sportster S has 43mm inverted forks up front with compression rebound and spring preload adjustability. The rear is a mono shock with compression, rebound, and hydraulic spring preload adjustability. Brakes it's got a single disc up front uh, with a radially mounted monoblock four piston caliper, and down back it's a 260mm disc with floating caliper. Wheels front, tyre 160x70 17 Dunlop Harley Davidson Series. GT503. Rear 180 7016 Dunlop Harley-Davidson series GT503. Fuel. Fuel capacity 11.8 litres. Fuel economy 49 mpg or 4.8 litres to the 100 k's. Lighting is LEDs all round. The instrumentation is a full colour round TFT non-touch display. Okay, so the Sportster, S, it's not really a commuter. It did all right at the Motor Gymkhana. I mean, that that twelve fifty cc engine really had the punch to get you out of the corners. Going into the corners, though, another story. That big fat front tire really hindered performance. What is it? What is the bike? It's it's a poster bike. It's a hero bike. And some say never meet your heroes because you'll just be disappointed. And going through a light shower on one of my commutes while riding the bike, I found that it really wasn't practical at all. It looks absolutely brilliant in photos and posters and and media. But, I mean, this light shower that I rode through, right, it it, it didn't even rain on me. It was a light shower that finished before I got to the wet road. But those fat tyres and those small fenders... I felt like I had like a, a jet ski rooster tail coming off the front wheel and hitting me in the helmet. I got absolutely drenched and I didn't actually ride through any rain. It was just standing water on the road. So that coupled with uh, a, a thimble for a fuel tank, a big throaty engine that uses a lot of gas when you wind on the, the throttle, it's it's not a practical bike. And of course the, the, the lack of you know uh, luggage options it really, it really just disappointed me. I wanted to love the bike and put it in sport mode, find a nice twisty bit of road. Yes, it was absolutely brilliant. My arms are about three inches longer than they used to be. But it's one of those bikes that looks brilliant. That said, we are getting some more Sportsters come through. The Nightster was just announced a couple of days ago. That's going to be a cool bike. So if you get a chance, go and ride the Sportster S, definitely don't think it's a bike that I would purchase I know I'm contradicting myself earlier in the podcast I I mentioned that I I liked it and I did like it but I think with if I really wanted a bike with the Revolution Max engine the Pan America is still the way I'm gonna go I'm comparing apples to oranges here I'm completely aware of it but I'm just giving you an indication of where I'm at with that bike absolutely brilliant bike though great fun great fun hey this is kiwi rider podcast my name is ray here and thank you very much for joining us hit that subscribe button share this podcast with a riding buddy of yours if you want to get in touch with me love to hear from you email address podcast at kiwirider.co.nz check out the latest kiwi rider magazine at kiwirider.co.nz more photos videos and all the written guff about the sports to is up at motonz.com and if you want to check out another opinion Check out onthrottle.co.nz Matthew Day has ridden the Sports to S as well. Otherwise, keep the rubber side down throttle on and we'll catch you in seven days' time.